You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hey, it's Mark K from The Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts right now. Yeah, this is what's happening. Why are you pointing at me? You did it. Oh, good job, you. Always messes up. I don't know what the problem with this. We need a better system in here. We need to. After now, we've been doing this for like two years. We should probably get a better system that actually works uh, the first time. Also, we should probably uh, stop doing trivia uh, thirty seconds before the show and take a little bit of time. What happens is we were in here uh, because it's Friday. Oh, by the way, that almost I almost forgot. I totally almost forgot. It's Friday. And for those of you that don't watch online, you're missing out. Uh, what happens is when we when we stream on Facebook and we stream on Twitch and we stream on all these things, uh, what happens is I'm out in the other room preparing, going to the bathroom, you know, using hand sanitizer, all that stuff. And then I come in here a couple minutes before the show. In the meantime, though, to, to kind of warm up the crowd, Josh, the other Josh, mm. and Hannah, when she's here, uh, she will uh, – they'll come in and they'll do like a little pre-show. And I guess what happened was one of them said that I was what did you say I wasn't going to be on today? It wasn't me. I, I stepped away for a few minutes and I'm guessing that's when it happened. Yeah. Hannah and so jokingly she, said that you're not here today. She jokingly said I wasn't here today. And then uh, one of my wife's friends, I guess, was watching. Hi, Kelly. And and then texted my wife and said, why isn't Mark on today? So my wife texted me and was like, where the hell are you? You told me you were at work. And I was like, I literally, I, I literally am. There it goes. Um, so that was just a, that was just a, that was like a little funny prank. Uh, but anyway, we were, we were in here. Josh and I were doing trivia. We were doing like a trivia contest. I was killing him, by the way. I was destroying him. Uh, uh, and then all of a sudden we realized, oh, it's showtime. Um, so we should probably, we should probably uh, get to work. 855-765-1045 is our number. But if you do, if you do stream online, if you watch online, then you definitely uh, get a taste of that little pre-show, which some people people like and some people you know they're like love eh. and some people like some people love it there we go that's one, all the people i read there was one guy last week who was watching the pre-show and he goes this is not what i came for the title said trump is uh, trump is destroying the world well, that's what i wanted to hear about and i'm like look the title's clickbait the show's two hours long we do a bunch of different stuff uh we do a bunch of different stuff but anyway we appreciate you being here today 855-765-1045 the uh, couple things going on let me move this chair out of the way couple things going on today first of all the jaguars lost again yesterday and speaking of my wife she's very she gets very upset and i have to explain to her it's preseason but you know she's watching the show and we're fumbling the ball and the eagles beat us by whatever and i'm like look none of these people that are playing right now are going to be on the field on opening day you're going to be fine we're going to have the professionals out there uh, on opening day and every other game. These kids are just, they're just literally trying to make the, the backup squad. Uh, they're just trying to, you know, this is their first time on the field. So if they run the wrong way or if they false start or, you know, all the things that, all the things that, that kids do their first time playing a sport, that's totally fine. Um, but the next preseason game, uh, here at home is going to be against the Falcons. And I offered the other Josh my tickets, uh, which you were, you were going to, you were going to take them, but what happened? Something came up or your wife just said no. It's a combination of those. Yeah. Yeah. We have people in town and, uh, it's a, it's a weeknight and I have to wake up at midnight to come to work. Well, that is true. Yeah. Weeknights are tough. So, uh, I think, uh, we're going to give them to the T-Jug because T-Jug was begging for them. Um, and then of course, but you know what it is? It seems like there's a lot of preseason games. It's a, it's almost like I'm ready for the season to start. Like, let's get the, let's get the actual games going, you know? 
I mean, it's like a month of, of fake games. And then I'm like, God, I just want to go to the stadium and you know, drink a $12 beer and, and, you know, enjoy some football. Uh, but it's still, you know, I've still got to wait till September. So anyway, uh, 855-765-1045. Now, a couple of the big stories. First of all, Donald Trump was in New Hampshire last night. We did not go there. We did not. We don't go to every rally. We just go to the ones that we feel are going to be the really big newsworthy ones. Well, now, apparently now I know why you're not at work today, because you went to the rally last night. Wait, what? You're not at work today, right? Because you went to the rally last night. I'm right here. What are you talking about? Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I misheard on the pre-show, I guess. Oh, you were talking about... Oh, yeah, I get it. Okay, you were joking about something. I get it. Uh, no, yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, so we were not at that rally last night, but apparently it was amazing. USA, USA, USA. Trump was on fire last night. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot to be on fire about. He had a lot to call out the Democrats on. He had a lot to talk about with, uh, you know, with uh, was it Omar and Tlaib not being allowed into Israel. This was a term you couldn't even use it. Now they use it like on a regular basis, a Nazi. He's a Nazi. Yeah, they say he started, started talking about Nazi and all the hate from the left. We can't make it harder for good, solid, law-abiding citizens to protect themselves. He talked about guns a lot. We will be taking mentally deranged and dangerous people off of the streets so we won't have to worry so much about that. Was he talking? Is, is that a clip about guns or is he talking about all the Democrats running for president? <laughs> I couldn't. It's like all of a sudden, like New Hampshire's crawling with Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden's up there and he's like. We will be taking <laughs> mentally deranged and dangerous people off of the streets. And we'll be putting them up on a stage so that they can debate each other and figure out who's going to run for president against me. 855 765 1045. So, like I said, a lot to talk about today. We've already, in fact, uh, got eight. Is it Audrey? Adrian, how are you? Are you EJ, EJ. Oh, EJ. Hi, EJ. How are you, EJ? I'm doing fine, Mark. Uh, listen, on the conversation about uh, Tlaib not being granted permission to go to Israel. Yeah. During the Obama administration, the Republicans wanted to invite Netanyahu. I'm not sure if if, if uh, Netanyahu was in office at that time or he was running for office again in Israel. Obama did not want to invite him. He did not invite him. However, uh, the Republicans found a way to invite him anyway, and Obama was very displeased about that. And it was also said that Obama did some things to work against uh, Netanyahu's campaign to become president of Israel again. Yeah. Now, that needs to be added to the conversation. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks so much for calling, EJ. We really appreciate it. Look, I mean, to me, the, the one thing... And this, oh, what the hell's going on there? Well, the, uh, the one thing that happened yesterday with these two congresswomen being denied um, access to Israel, and for those of you that don't know, they were supposed to go on some kind of, some kind of I don't know, congressional fact-finding mission, or they were supposed to go on some kind of humanitarian blah, 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 visit the West Bank and visit Israel and, and yada, yada, yada. And, uh, and Donald Trump suggested, look, these, these are people who are actively boycotting your country. You may need to double-check that. And then, and, then, uh, and then what happened was... Um, Israel's interior ministry said, yeah, we can't allow you in the country. And, the, the, of course, the media made a huge deal about how Donald Trump's interfering and this is dangerous and Israel is in the wrong. But, I mean, you the bigger story is, I mean, uh, Michigan, I mean, the Rashida Tlaib, if you're in Michigan and what's the other one's from Minnesota or wherever she's from. Uh, but if you're in if you're in Minnesota and you're in Michigan or, you know, somebody who's there and lives in these people's districts and is a voter and, and actually voted them into office and supports them. You need to understand that you voted for somebody that one of our biggest, longest running, staunchest and most important allies in the Middle East and in, really in the world uh, won't let in their country because of their viewpoints and their stands and their boycotts. And really, they're all in all uh, feelings about about the Jewish people and the state of Israel in general. These are people who dislike Israel as much as, if not more, than they do the United States of America. And, and there's people in Michigan and Minnesota who put them in Congress. I mean, it's not like it's not like Afghanistan or or I don't know, North Korea or who's another. The Congo is like, you can't come here because you're American there. This is Israel. Israel is basically 
you know, one of, I mean, hand in hand, there are, we have so much in common with Israel. We have so much, uh, you know, uh, understanding with Israel. We have such a great, or had such a great relationship with Israel until Obama. And it is important that we maintain uh, great ties with Israel. And there's a lot of Israeli citizens here in the United States and vice versa. I mean, the Jewish people, they, I mean, if, especially in New York, especially in Florida. You can't turn around in the state of Florida without meeting somebody who has a direct or indirect tie to Israel. And we have two congresswomen who were barred from entering the country. And you have to ask yourself why. Why were they barred from any? What is that? What is it that kept the interior ministry of Israel and the prime minister from allowing them entry into the country? It's what they say. It's what they do. It's their active boycotts against Israel. I mean, this is a problem. And if you know somebody in Michigan or if you know somebody in Minnesota, the people you put in place, the people you sent to Washington to represent you in Congress are are not welcome. They're persona non grata in in one of the greatest countries that the United States has a relationship with. I mean, think about what that says about them. Think about what that says about you. 855-765-1045. We had to take a quick break already, man. I can't believe it. We've really talked about nothing already. And already, for 17 minutes, we've been doing nothing. Uh, we'll pick it up. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More on the Mark K Show. More of your phone calls. More open mics coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. The Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Star Star 1045. If you want to get through, or 855-765-1045. Coming up in just a minute, uh, the, the Virgin Galactic um, spaceport or the space space or whatever they whatever they're calling it these days, where uh, where all of the people. There's already 600 people, by the way, who have paid for a ticket on Virgin Galactic to go into space. We're going to talk about that here in just a minute. First, so we've got some folks on the line that want to talk about Representative Talib and Omar. Representatives Talib and Omar not being allowed to uh, travel to Israel, although it looks like uh, what's what's her name? Talib has been granted position uh, permission to go to the West Bank to visit her grandmother. Although now she's all like, well. No, now I don't want to go. So now she's not going. Jim from the North Side. How are you, Jim? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Uh, hey, Mark. Um, as far as this Congresswoman Tlaib is concerned, and believe me, it makes me sick to call her Congresswoman. But anyway, um, I believe I believe now maybe giving them too much credit for brains, but I firmly believe that this was a plan. Plan A was okay if they were allowed to go. They were going to go there and act stupid and do whatever they're going to do. But then Plan B, if they weren't allowed to go. Um, she's getting what she wants. She's getting all this publicity because even on Fox News, that's all they're talking about. Mm. And if she, if she was so hep on going over there to see her grandmother, I mean, she would, she would have gone. I believe all this was orchestrated. I'm not buying any of this. Well, I mean, but you know, no publicity is bad publicity, especially in politics. I'd say every time that they get their name mentioned or you know something, uh, they can they can take a, a negative and turn it into a positive. They're going to do that. I mean, that's what that's what all politicians do. But you know, the fact of the matter is that nobody's talking about why they were blocked. Nobody was talking about why they were being barred from going into Israel. And the reason is because they're calling for a boycott of Israel. They're 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 basically protesting against Israel and their treatment of Palestinians in the West Bank and they're you know calling Israel a terrorist state and that kind of thing and now that they want to visit there and they're getting blocked they don't you know they don't under like wait what what do you mean we can't go that's just that's just wrong that's not diplomatic that's not uh, you know that you're not you're you're squashing our diplomatic or our democratic rights no they're not at all Israel has the right to protect itself not just from uh, you know not just from military invasions but also financial invasions and and moral invasions and that's what they're doing uh Jeff in Jacksonville thanks for calling the Marque show how you doing Jeff I'm doing good how are you Mark oh doing great what do you um, want to say well, obviously, Tlaib has never had any friends. And I'm going to compare this to a neighborhood barbecue. I'm having a neighborhood barbecue at my house. And Tlaib and her friend have been posting bulletins on the neighborhood bulletin board talking crap about me and my family. I say she can't come to the barbecue. She gets outraged and tries to play victim. So in order to, to please her, I say, okay, you can come, you know, because uh, she said she's hungry. She wants to come visit because she's hungry. I'm humanitarian and say, okay, you can come to the barbecue. And then she says, well, no, no, I don't want to come. It, it's, it's our house. It's Israel's house. They can choose who can come and who can come not, especially when you know they're just going to come to your house and talk crap and pee in your pool. Yeah. By the way, now I'm really hungry for some barbecue. <laughs> After you said barbecue, I was like, mmm, barbecue. 855-765-1045. Bill in Hastings. Hi, Bill. How are you? 
Fine. How you doing today? Oh, doing great, Bill. What do you want to say, sir? Well, I know you're not a, you're not afraid of the tough questions, so this is my question. Mm. You know, back in, back in the 1980s, you know, when South Africa had its apartheid system, the United States was beating the war drums constantly to make them give up their apartheid system, and the media led the way on that. Um, and it seems to me that the Palestinians living in Israel today are essentially living under an apartheid system even more strict than the blacks had in South Africa. So how do you justify the United States supporting Israel in spite of that and just kind of ignoring all that? Well, I mean, I don't think it's and nobody's ignoring it. I mean, the the fact that first of all, I don't think that what's going on with the Palestinians is anywhere near as uh, as bad as what was going on with apartheid in South Africa. Plus, when you look at Israel, I mean, as as far as an ally, I mean, they are they are the most like the United States. And are there long running disputes on the West Bank and uh, with border issues? And are there long running disputes about I mean, look, the Palestinians hate the Israelis and always will. The Israelis are living in one of the most difficult areas of the entire world. Uh, they are they are threatened every single day. And that's something, you know, that that Tlaib and Omar and everyone, that's something they don't mention to you. Uh, but Israel is is a strong state that is doing everything it can to maintain its borders and maintain its its military superiority so that they can just maintain their existence. And they are. I mean, they're a huge asset to the United States in the Middle East. And if they weren't there, uh, we wouldn't have as nearly as peaceful um, as nearly as peaceful a place as as, uh, as we have there, um, you know, and, and sure, is everything is everything perfect? Nope. But should you go? Should you be allowed to go over there and promote uh, anti-Semitism? I mean, probably not. It's a Jewish state. They're not going to let you come in there and talk about how how bad the Jewish people are treating the Palestinians. And that's their right to do so. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. We got to take a quick break. Uh, but we got, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. We've got uh, we got a bunch more calls coming up. We got some of your open mic messages here, too. It's the Mark K show on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. You know, when a NASCAR legend gets into a plane crash, do you think he free? I mean, like, how many times has he flipped his car? spun his car around, been trapped in his car, had his car catch fire, have five other cars at 200 miles an hour slam him into the wall. I mean, do you think that when his plane runs off the runway, he's probably like, oh, ain't no problem. I got this. No problem at all. Always give me some goodies, headache powder later. We'll be fine. Just I mean, send my plane to pit row. Yeah, I mean, yeah we got We're going to need four fresh tires <laughs> and a little wedge in it. There we go. I mean, I, I have to imagine, like, his wife was on the plane. She's probably freaking out. I imagine if my wife were on a plane and it was skidded off the runway, that'd be, I mean, that, she would be throwing up and screaming and, like, I mean, it would be the end of it. But I imagine if you're a NASCAR legend and you've been through enough crashes, running off the runway ain't nothing but a thing, right? I mean, isn't that what? Yeah, it's a day of the office. Yeah, it's another day. Of the, I mean, yeah. thank God everybody's okay. I mean, really, thank God everyone's okay. Because uh, because well, as soon as I heard plane crash, day long, I was like, oh my God, that's horrible. And then uh, and then I realized everything everything was fine. I wonder if he was wearing like his his suit. Do you think he still wears his flame retardant suit and helmet when he travels? Uh, it depends. How much is the sponsor paying him? I don't. If you pay me enough, I'll wear <laughs> your suit out in public. <laughs> Budweiser, you want to keep <laughs> cutting checks? I'll keep wearing the logo. Uh, John from Jacksonville. Hey, John, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. How are you? Good. How you all doing? Oh, we're doing good, man. What do you want to say today, John? Yes, I'm here. You there? Yeah, no, we're all we're all here. John, I'm here. Uh, okay. Josh is here. You're here. We're all here. <laughs> good. All right, so I wanted to say, you know, it's amazing that Barack Obama created an influx of refugees coming from other countries and settled them into cities that um, became heavily Muslim. And then what happens is um, then you get these elected officials that get elected in the areas, get elected to government, and then they're anti-American and try and undermine America. And it's horrible, including going over to Israel and trying to attack the only ally that we have in the area, our strong ally, yeah. the Democrat Republic. I mean, and then, of course, what they do is they cry victim as they're all doing. 
Isn't that amazing? People, it is, it is bizarre to me, and I've never understood. And maybe, it's, I mean, maybe it's just because, like, I'd spend a lot of time in New York, as you guys know, I went to NYU, so I, I knew a lot of Jewish people. I had a lot of Jewish friends and professors and things. But I've also spent a lot of time here in Florida, a lot of time all over the country, and I've spoken with a lot of, you know, military personnel, and and we know a lot of politicians, and we've studied this, and we've we've you know we've followed along. And Barack Obama was the first president ever, even Bill Clinton, who you know, Bill Clinton, I mean. He he loved everybody, apparently, some people too much. Uh, but but Barack Obama was the first president ever who really had it in for Israel. Didn't like Israel, didn't care for Israel, didn't want Israel to succeed, wanted, you know, reached out more to the Palestinians, reached out more to the to the uh, to the to the um, terrorist countries, really reached out more to people that that were enemies of the United States than he did to Israel. And, and his relationship with Israel was a real. I mean, that was a that was a huge storm cloud, uh, you know, over this country and over the Middle East. Uh, because up until then, it was we were buddy, buddy, no problemo. Then Donald Trump came back in and repaired that immediately, called Israel, said, look, just so you know, you know, it, the, the Obama era is over and we're good. Israel is has always been and will always be so important to the United States for like several reasons. I mean, militarily, number one. They are the ones that keep the peace in that region. Yes, we help them. Yes, we supply them. Yes, we train them. Yes, we give them weaponry and stuff. But they're the ones day in and day out who are maintaining or keep they're keeping Syria at bay. And Syria is basically the Soviet Union or uh, Russia. Rather, if you don't want Russia breaking into the Middle East and taking over the joint and wreaking havoc, then you've got to keep Syria under control. And Israel does that. They've got the predominant air force. They prevented radical nationalist movements of of. Palestinians and, and, and Muslim terrorist organizations in Lebanon and Jordan and Palestine from taking power. Uh, you know, when whenever there's a war, which typically Israel's always at war with somebody, we get to test our weaponry. We get to test our missile systems. We get to test intelligence. They have so much intelligence in the area that the reason we are able to stop terrorist attacks in the United States is because of Israeli intelligence information. So these are people that you want to have a good relationship with. And when you have elected members of Congress, people who were chosen by small factions of Americans to go to the United States and represent us nationally and internationally saying, uh, we know we don't think Israel's great and we should boycott them. I mean, Israel's going to stand up. They're not a country that's going to take that line down. They will stand up and they will say, we don't want you coming to our country. We don't care who you are. We don't care who put you in office. Uh, you're not welcome here. And they have every right to do so. John from Jacksonville. How are you, John? Oh, me. Hi. Oh, hey. (laughs) Yeah, John, you're up. It's your turn. What's up, man? Well, I was waiting for a while. I didn't know that. (laughs) Uh, My comment was just the whole thing with Tlaib and Omar and whatnot. This thing was a setup from the get-go. I mean, this is a no-win situation, and they some just like pit vipers, very cunningly figured out, hey, this is the way we can mess with Israel, we can mess with Trump. And we can get away with it. You know, yeah. for them, there was no downside. I mean, the downside is now that I mean, and I, I you know what? I, I kind of see your point, but I don't know. I disagree because the first thing I thought was this looks bad for you. You know, again, we're not it's, it'd be like Canada or England saying you're not welcome here. You know, I mean, that's and that, I mean, how many people have been barred from Canada? I don't think anybody. How many people have been barred from England? Well, besides uh, Michael Savage. Uh, and a couple of, and I don't think Snoop Dogg can go there anymore either. Um, the Grateful Dead, they can't go to Canada without getting arrested because of some long running pot charge. I, that, that's neither here nor there. But I mean, these are countries that should just be, you know, there should be no problemo. If you're uh, an elected official and you're going to this country, they should roll out the red carpet for you and say, hey, thanks for coming. We love, we love having you. You know, uh, come on in. We'll make you a Kanish. We'll sit down. We'll have some Manischewitz. It'll be great. But that's, that's not what's happening because these people hate Israel. They hate Israel. They hate the Jewish state. They're boycotting it, uh, and and they're doing it openly. And so Israel is not going to be welcoming to them. So, and I think that that's I think that's a negative. And if I lived in Michigan or I lived in if I lived in uh, Minnesota, first of all, I'd be cold. Second of all, I'd be a little embarrassed. I'd be. I mean, who's our who would like what 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 if uh, Rutherford, you know, was like uh, planning a trip to Israel and Israel's like we don't want Rutherford there. 
I'd be like, wait, what? What? Why not? Well, because he's saying all this negative stuff about us. He's boycotting us. He's siding with the Palestinians. He's siding with Hamas. He's saying that uh, we're bullies and that that nobody should go to Israel or tour Israel. Uh, we the other countries should not support Israeli maneuvers in the region. I mean, if Rutherford were doing that and Israel wouldn't wasn't going to let him in, I'd be I'd make me think twice about voting him back in office. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Bob in Orlando. Hi, Bob. How are you? Hey, how you doing, bud? Enjoy your show tremendously. I even listen to you on iHeartRadio when I'm not in the Jacksonville area. You've oh. got a great show. Oh, Bob, no, I really do appreciate that. I mean, we all do. Thanks so much for doing that, and uh, thanks for calling. What do you want to say today, Bob? Well, you know, it's about the, the lead Rashid or whatever the hell you, how you pronounce her name. Yeah. Um, now, let me, let me get the storyline straight here, okay? Now, supposedly, Grandma is not doing too well, and now I just hear... That she refused to go. Now, to precede this latest episode in this little saga that her and her gal pal Omar created, okay, uh, we both know the, the, you know, their reputation and what they've said precede. You know, they got an issue that's even before they got elected. Yeah. But a couple of weeks ago, correct me if I'm wrong, there was a de- there was their colleagues went on a trip to Israel where they could have easily joined them. But they decided not to sign up for that trip. And she could have, uh, you know, uh, I guess, done or acted in her so-called official capacity for her constituents. But she elected not to do that trip. So now she tries the, the you know, the, the BDS shtick with Omar. Yeah. And Israel is gracious enough to say, okay, Grandma's not feeling good. We can relate. And now she's turning it down because Why? Because she, now she's trying to make a point. It's like, okay, fine, you can come to Israel. Well, you know what? Now, I don't want to go to Israel. I'm not going just because you're letting me. In fact, that's what she says. She goes, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, there's a quote that she said. She said, uh, this could be my last opportunity to see her. I will restrict, I will respect any restrictions and I will not promote any boycotts. And then when they said she could come, she's like, you know what? Uh, that, that shows weakness. Um, silencing me, uh, silencing me and treating me like a criminal, it would kill a piece of me. So now that she has permission to go, she's not going to go. Eight, that's mature. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is the number. Quick break. Some of your phone calls and we got to talk about space, 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 the final frontier. It's coming up on the Marque show on news 104.5 WOKV. This is, this is the Marque show. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it. I don't know what happened, but during the break on the stream, we were Josh and I were doing ASMR. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how that started, but we were like tent, like we were doing this number. Right? Mark, that yeah. sound is terrible. <laughs> I see what we did there because it's tearing a sheet of paper. That sounded. Didn't that sound like a rocket ship taking off? Listen again. Like, close your eyes. T minus three. Yeah, and imagine you're on two, Virgin Galactic. Ready? One. And the cutter. Oh, wait. I need a longer oh, short strip. One. Hang on. Ready? Short Here we runway. go. Short runway. Here we go. Ready? Blast off. That sounds a little bit like it, right? Yep. A little Foley yeah, arc right there. That's how, that's, how they, that's how they used to do radio shows in the old days before they had digital sound effects on YouTube. They actually had a guy tearing paper to make it sound like a rocket ship. 855-765-1045. Uh, this is Daniel in Jacksonville. Hi, Daniel. How are you? I'm good, Mark. I'm good. Great topic. Oh, uh, thanks. Just a, just, a, just a quick comment. Yeah. Um, hopefully this nonsense will wake up the Jewish American voters who vote monolithically for the Democratic Party. Yeah. We can send a clear message that it's time for the BS to be over with. It, you know, it's interesting to me because, yeah, I mean, you do bring up a really good point, and not to stereotype or anything, but much like African Americans, Jewish people, a lot of them, especially in urban centers, tend to swing toward the Democrats. And I'm not really sure what the benefit of that is. I'm not really sure why they've ever, how they've ever benefited the Jewish community. Uh, in Hollywood, you know, a lot of the uh, the prominent, uh, you know, Jewish uh, performers and, and, and agents and Hollywood bigwigs. I mean, Steven Spielberg, all, they always have fundraisers for the Clintons and the Obamas. And and, I, you know, I just don't understand what what policies not even if you're I mean, look, if you're rich and Jewish, Jewish, especially if you're Steven Spielberg, 
There's nothing at all in any of these Democrat economic plans that should interest you or appeal to you. There's nothing in the Democratic Party right now that you should be supportive of. I mean, I, and, and I just don't get it. But that's always been tradition, like you said. Now, with, uh, you know, Doc will tell you the, the walk away movement is is getting bigger and stronger every single day. Terrence Williamson's out there getting death threats and being retweeted by the president of the United States. A diamond and silk. You know, we've got uh, we've got oh, Candace Owens. We've got tons. Kanye West. Tons of, of, of famous black people and and black pundits now coming up saying the Democrats are bad for African-Americans. What we don't have is a lot of Jewish people saying the same thing. And maybe you're right. Maybe this is maybe this is the blessing in disguise. Maybe this is uh, going to be a wake up call for a lot of, of Jewish Americans saying, you know, these are the people that the Democrats are voting into office, people that Israel won't even let into the country because of the terrible things that they say about the Jewish people. Maybe, maybe that will be a wake up call. And maybe maybe it won't push them toward Donald Trump. Maybe it won't push them away toward Donald Trump, but maybe it'll push them, you know, at least away uh, from the Democratic Party, especially since, you know what? I mean, there's another reason. Here's another reason why you should uh, not support the Democrats. This was a term you couldn't even use it. Now they use it like on a regular basis, a Nazi. He's a Nazi. I mean, that just calling somebody else a Nazi or referring to somebody else as a Nazi as a as a Jewish person. Are you not totally mortified by that? Are you not offended that a party would 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 sink themselves down to that kind of a that kind of a low standard when clearly he's not? Eight five five seven six five one zero four. That's a great question. That's a great question. I'm gonna I'm gonna find. I'm gonna go through my. I'm gonna call my agent because he's Jewish. And I'm, <laughs> I mean, not to be stereotypical, it just happen. He just happens to be Jewish. My and he's a lawyer. And I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna get him on the show. And I'm gonna be like, hey, uh, why why do you support the Democrats? Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. Andrew from Ponte Vedra. How you doing, Andrew? Hey, Mark. How you doing? Hey, good. What do you want to say? Hey, full disclosure, I'm Jewish and Republican. Okay. Um, Wait, what? How did that happen? I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm not alone out. My wife is also uh, Jewish and Republican. So wow. Yeah, so we're around. We're well, here. Quick, multiply and make more Jewish Republicans. We, we've got one. Oh, okay. So All right, good. All right, good. <laughs> hey, I just want to make two, two quick points. I think it's, uh, it's pretty ironic that two people who don't believe in Israel's right to exist uh, are boycotted themselves. By right. Israel, yeah, uh, and also uh, I don't know if you noted it earlier, but uh, the mayors of what is it, El Paso, Dayton, De Blasio, and in California, they all said Trump's not welcome in their states, but yet they're they're crying the minute the tables are turned on their own. Andrew, that is an excellent point. Yeah, how many people, how many mayors of of sanctuary cities have said we don't want Donald Trump coming here? Yet nobody seen. They got applauded. That's a great point, Alex. Hey, thanks so much for calling and thanks so much for listening to the show. Uh, we appreciate it. And Laheim to both you and your wife and your little one. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Marque more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Marque. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today. Folks, we appreciate it. What are you pointing at? What did you want? You want me to do this thing? Yeah, oh, okay, good. That thing you did do that. Is there a way we can get that done, like, automatically? Probably. We'll get to figure it out. We're Engineer. Gonna- you know what's interesting is uh, this show's like a you know we're kind of like an experiment. It's um, you know this has never been done at this station or in this city before, and so we're we're like the guinea pig. They're like, yeah, you can go do it, and then we just figure out we need this or we need that or we need this or we need that, and we get some duct tape, you know, and we like we start duct taping things together, and then we're like, oh, we need this, we need that kind of thing. And then we expense it, and they're like, you can't expense this. We're like, well, we already did. I'm like, all right, fine, this time, fine, but next time you got to talk to us first. And uh, but the experiment seems to be working. I mean, that's the thing. Everybody seems to be. We get calls. We get people emailing us and DMing us and there's people watching on Facebook and not everybody when they run into me and in, you know at the grocery store and they go you're Mark K and I go yeah they go oh they don't all just punch me in the face some of them like the show that's an improvement I know yeah it is it's, we're getting yeah. there you know, and then that's the thing. I always ask, if you ever meet me in public and you come up, and by all means do. I mean, do sometimes not punch him in the face. Do, <laughs> do not, please, please don't. But 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 what happens is people go, hey, are you Mark K? And I always say that depends. On what your reaction will be, you know, do you do you enjoy the show? Do you whatever? And they go, oh, I love the show. And then I'm like, well, then definitely I'm Mark K. 
But uh, but sometimes it used to be one girl told me I was I was rude and mean. Mm. I was at the airport. She goes, you're Mark Kay. And I go, I am. She says, I, you know, I, I listen to your show. I go, do you like it? She goes, quite frankly, you're kind of rude and mean. And I said, oh, all right. Well, I appreciate your honesty. And then she goes, can I get a selfie? <laughs> <laughs> I still want the likes, though. I was like, yeah, sure, absolutely. I mean, you meet somebody. Look, all those villains on on uh, the Real Housewives of whatever and on on Survivor, you still want selfies with them. Eight five eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is Jim on the South Side. Hi, Jim. How are you? Hey, Mark. How you doing? Oh, doing great. It's Friday, man. I mean, who wouldn't be doing great on a Friday? <laughs> true, true. It's uh, Friday. Yeah, yeah. What'd you want to say about it? Talib and Omar and their and their trip, which was off, but now is on again for one of them. But now she's like, I'm not going to go. Well, I heard a great YouTube over the weekend, and this guy said that of all the world's great religions, the only one that considers lying, cheating, stealing, and killing as a virtue is straight out of the Quran, and this is classic. Yeah. So okay. So you so you think Israel was not it was right to not let them come. Well, of course, this is just all a ploy to get the headlines. Yeah, no, I think you're right about that too, and it worked. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna take these headlines and they're gonna run with them, and they're blaming Donald Trump, of course, as well. But look, I mean, here's the here's the point: is th this is a great illustration of what countries should be able to do. Other countries should be able to look at enemies, and let's face it: I mean, they are sworn enemies of the state of Israel. They don't they don't think it should exist. They don't like it. They don't like what Israel's doing. They would if they could dismantle it. They would. Uh, they're not big fans of the Jewish people, and uh, that may or may not be because of their own personal religious beliefs. But at the end of the day, Jew Israel as a Jewish state or as a state has the right to say, we really think these people are bad for us. We think they're negative. We don't want them within our borders talking this kind of smack. We don't want them here because they have they have already posed a threat to our well-being. And as a country, they have not only the right, IMHO, but the responsibility to do so. And it's a great example for the United States of America. Wouldn't it be great if our president could say, hey, you know what? There's a bunch of countries that ship terrorists over here. We should curb immigration from those countries until we can get to the bottom of it. Oh, wait, our president did do that. And you know what happened? You know, there was an uproar. There was no uproar in Israel. When there was no uproar in Israel when they said, uh, I'm sorry, these two congresswomen can't come. There was an uproar here in the United States. But in Israel, everyone's like, who cares if two Democratic congresswomen who hate us can't come here? Bravo. Here in the United States, when Donald Trump says, hey, there's a bunch of terrorist countries that are state sponsors of terror. And we know a lot of terrorists are coming in from these countries. We should not allow any uh, immigration from these countries until we can vet the people, until we can investigate, until we can see, yes, these are peaceful people who want to chase the American dream and then let them in. Let's just let's just put the kibosh on it momentarily, not forever, just until we can get a system in place and all hell broke loose. And that's when they started calling them all these horrible names. That was the first step. And they still mention it today. Banning Muslims from the United States. Fake news not at all what happened. This was a term you couldn't even use it. Now they use it like on a regular basis. A Nazi. He's a Nazi. Yeah. Uh, Scotty from Jacksonville. How are you, Scotty? I'm doing great. How are you, Mark? Oh, doing great. Thanks so much for asking. What do you want to say? Listen, I, I, I had been listening to your, your, your show this morning and you alluded to the fact that you made an analogy with regards to Rutherford. And I really don't believe that that's an accurate um, um, analogy at all because if somebody's knocking on your front door, Mark, and you know for a fact that this person wants to kill you, wants to eliminate you entirely, you're not going to let him in your house. No, of you're course absolutely not, not going to do that. There is no way, and this this woman, this Somalian, has been openly um, recorded as saying that if she wants to the demise of an entire nation of people, which would be the Jews. Um, there's no way that she should have been over there. There's no way she should have been allowed in there. And if I had to guess with regards to the other person being allowed to come and see her grandmother, yeah. I believe that has that I believe that humanitarian thing was for her grandmother and was not for her. Scotty, I two, believe that uh, yeah, I believe it was for her. Two things, real quick. First of all, I loved you in Star Trek. 
Yeah, I am from Scotland, by the way. I know, and your name's Scotty. Uh, but second of all, no, the Rutherford thing I was saying uh, wasn't an, an analogy as to what he's. I'm saying if I were a voter in Talib's district, if I were a voter in Omar's district, and I voted for them, and then this happened where our staunchest ally in the Middle East said they're not welcome here because of their beliefs, I would be embarrassed as a voter, and I would seriously consider not voting for them again. No way. I'm not suggesting John uh, uh, that uh, Congressman Rutherford has anything in common with either one of these women. I'm just saying if he started spewing anti-Israeli hate and they blocked him from the country, then I might have to, you know, I might have to think twice about it uh, come 2020. But you make an excellent point. I think I think people are allowed in countries all the time yeah. that don't necessarily hold the same beliefs. Right. Um, but, however, but but she she openly asked for the you know the desecration of a nation of people. Right. And and I, to be quite honest with you, I can't believe that she's even willing to go to Israel. Yeah. Because every every Israeli probably wants a piece of her, you know. So well, I thought it was kind of. Unusual that she'd even want to do that. No, it'd be like Scotty. For example, if somebody said, we hate Scotland and we think it should be wiped off the face of the earth, you would not beam them up, right? No, sir, I would definitely not beam them up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Scott. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate the call. What are the odds that he's Scottish and his name's Scotty? That is, this is wild. Star Star 1045. Michelle from St. John's. How are you, Michelle? I'm doing good. How are you, Mark? Oh, doing really well. Thanks so much for asking. What do you want to say, Michelle? I just wanted to make a comment. I think you're going to be getting a lot of phone calls. You opened yourself up, but I am Jewish, and I do vote Republican. Yay! So I am, Woo! Woo! So I am a Jewish Republican voter, and I am a woman for Trump also. Oh my so God. I fall into two categories there. Wait, are you African-American by any chance? No, yeah, definitely I'm not. All right, all right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you got to do the tw- well, spit in the bottle and send it off to Ancestry.com and see what happens. Well, that's great. I mean, and I think here in Florida we see a lot more Jewish Republican support, or at least a lot more Jewish Trump support, which they're two totally different things, which people don't understand. Right, true, true. Yeah. And I am originally from New York, so I'll throw that out there. All right, great. Well, listen, thanks so much for calling, and thanks so much for listening. And that is definitely a point. When we went to the rally in uh, Cincinnati, we got to interview, and I really I really should put this, I should, really should get the clips of these, this interview and play it back, but her name is Kaylee, and she is the uh, national press secretary for the Trump campaign. And she said, look, here's the thing, Ohio is a Trump state. Pennsylvania is a Trump state. Uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, these are Trump states. She didn't say red state. She didn't say blue state. Because until Donald Trump came along, you had red states. You had blue states. Now you've got these really these anomalies that are blue states that Trump won. Or, you know, red states that he may not. They, they're all tr- there's a Trump state. There's a red state and there's a blue state. And they can be they can be two or one or whatever. But uh, it's really we've never seen this with any other kind of president. You've either had red or blue. Maybe Reagan was the last time when Reagan won the majority of the country. Maybe they were all just, you know, there was like the Reagan states of America uh, back in 1984. Yeah. Uh, but basically, we haven't seen that at all. In uh, in a very long time. And that's something that is a, a phenomenon. And what we saw in New Hampshire yesterday, again, if you go on Twitter, if you look at the photos, if you watch the rally, this is this is a blue state. Donald Trump lost New Hampshire. But the support and the overwhelming enthusiasm compared to every other Democrat that comes through there. I mean, it's just it's just it's mind boggling. And if if New Hampshire doesn't become a Trump state this time around in 2020, it's going to I would be totally shocked again, based just on the reaction of the uh, of the crowd that was there yesterday. And I think you're seeing it, too, with the walk away movement. There's there's not just, uh, you know, African-Americans who are Democrats. There's 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 Trump African-American voters. And the same thing like like uh, with the Jewish voters that we're seeing. Sure, they may be Jewish Democrats, but they're Trump voters. They're Trump supporters because support for the president of the United States, it it knows It knows no demographic. It knows no age. It knows no race, creed, culture or any. And well, I mean, except for Democrats, they're the only ones like the hardcore stunt. They're the only ones that hate the guy. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. It's really interesting to see. And I think we're going to see a lot more of it. Quick break. Uh, We'll be right back. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Lines are still jam packed. We're going to try to get to as many people as possible. It's the Mark K show on News 104.5 WOKV.
duck call in the office. How do we? How do you know? How many people can claim? It's on a tripod, too. We don't just have a duck call. We have a duck call mounted on a tripod. It's hands-free. It's a hands-free duck call. So, look, I can... I can do it hands-free. That's good. It's all part of the... uh, it's all part of the it's all part of the show. We get to, and I can expense. That's the other thing too. When you have a radio show, uh, you can expense all sorts of great stuff, like the duck call because I blew it on the air now. Oh, I can expense it. That's and, great. Yeah. And oh, can you some, expense your uh, speakers for your PC? <laughs> that's, oh wait, it's my accountant. Oh, no, okay. no, you cannot. Oh okay. wait, what? Fake news. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Paul in Jacksonville. Paul, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How you doing? <clears throat> hey, Mark. Um, uh, nice to be with you. Uh, all along, I've seen Tlaib's face, and I go, who does she remind me of? I couldn't put my finger on it, and it finally hit me um, this morning when I woke up. Uh, she wears way too much makeup, and uh, that that's what always uh, grabs my attention. Remember the Warner Brothers uh, Bugs Bunny Roadrunner series? There was a, I'm sorry I'm out of breath, I just did push-ups. Oh, what are yeah. <laughs> On the break, right. Are you listening? <laughs> You're listening while you work out, huh? Most people like was, to listen well, to music. Yeah, working like, out. Most people have jock jams on when they're working you out. Kept them on hold too long. you got to start doing push-ups. Unbelie- right, right. Unbelievable. I just finished when I came on. Anyway. Okay, no, I got um, it. Yeah, we don't want you to atrophy remember, just sitting around on hold. Do you remember the Tasmanian Devil series? Yeah. It, there, there was one episode where he meets the She-Devil. And she has an unbelievable amount of lipstick, just like uh, Tlaib. That's, that's who she reminds me of. That's, it's a- that's, that's so hor- that's so horribly mean. Hey, <laughs> you were you know she reminds, she reminds me of the female Tasmanian devil. Thanks for <laughs> thanks thanks for calling. I mean, personal attacks aside, uh, I don't. Uh, she's eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is Philip in Jacksonville. Hi, Philip. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good, Mark K. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for asking. Although that last call shook me up a little bit. Uh, what do you want to say? Hey, man, I just got done some pull-ups, but I'm not out of breath right now. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just got out of a Soul Cycle class, and I'm feeling great. Anyway, what do you want to say? Yeah. Hey, look, I'm a Mexican. My family came from Mexico. Yeah. And Republican, and not everybody in my family. They live in Texas, and they vote Democrat, right? So somewhere I heard that they're afraid that Texas is going to turn into a blue state. Yeah. And every time I talk to my family back over there, I'm trying to get them to understand, hey, look, man, you guys can't let Texas go that way. But, you know, uh, everybody's saying that they're Jew and they're Republican and they're voting Republican. Well, I'm a Mexican. A lot of people expect us to vote Democrat. I'm not. I vote Republican. Yeah. Because I know what our country is going towards, and I don't want that. Why is your family, why are they, why are they uh, voting Democrat in Texas, do you think? Have you ever asked them or talked to them? What's their, what's, what, you know, what are they, what are they thinking? Oh, it gets hot and heated. It's because, hey, man, you know, you can't talk about your family that way. Do you forget that you're Hispanic? You can't be talking like that. These are your people. I'm like, look, dude, if you want to let them come over and you want to pay for them and their medical bills and their food stamps and everything, hey, more power to you. Let them stay at your house. But that's what's happening. When you guys let all these jokers over this way, yeah. you're paying for all that. No, I mean, look, I have a wall and I keep I keep my family out at all. <laughs> They, they knock on the door. I'm like, why are you here? How'd you get past the guard? I, I, this is a gated community. Wait, why didn't they call me? Hey, they, they, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045. James in Palm Coast. How are you, James? Doing fine. Oh, good. What do you want to say, sir? Uh, basically, just a, a rhetorical question. Um, I'm wondering why it was acceptable and not protested when... Obama banned a member of the Israel's parliament from coming into the United States when he was president. Well, you said that was rhetorical, so I wasn't going to answer. <laughs> I wasn't going to answer because 
You don't answer rhetorical questions. If you want to answer, I'll tell you why. Because it was Barack Obama. And he was a rock star of the left. And whatever he wanted to do was new and different and exciting. And it was the best thing. And it was something we've never seen before. And he portrayed Israel and Israeli parliamentarians and everyone as, as bad. I mean, those are that's basically Israel was bad. America was bad. Everything that we knew up until he took office, up until, up until Barack Obama sw- put his hand on the Bible and pretended to swear allegiance to the United States of America and pretended to defend it from all enemies, both foreign and domestic, ever since he put his hand on that Bible and lied to God and everybody about uh, about what he was going to do as president and defending the Constitution, which is a big part of that oath. I mean, you want to talk, let's, you want to, you want to accuse Donald Trump of lying under oath or, or lying. Let's talk about the biggest lie in the history of the world. And that was Barack Obama threat, basically swearing to protect the constitution. Um, anyway, all of that, uh, up everything we knew as Americans before that moment was wrong. And Barack Obama came in and set us all straight and our enemies became our friends and our friends became our enemies. And that's basically it. And now we have Donald Trump, uh, back putting us, you know, Making America great again. And people are now slowly trying to remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Israel, that is a good, that is a good thing. We should be. Yeah, they do keep us safe in the Middle East, and we should definitely help them. And, 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 you know, terrorists are bad. I remember that was all pre Obama. It's, it's all coming back to me now. 855 765 1045. All right, quick break. We've got to play some fake news Friday. We're going to do it next on News 104.5 WOKV. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I don't know what happened. That was weird. Usually only I screw up like that. Star Star 104-5-855-765-1045 is the number. And wait, sorry, I thought we were going to lunch today. What's happening? Like, okay, all right. What's the doesn't matter? It's all you. Uh, anyway, we, 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 what a fun show. I mean, we've had a ton of phone calls. We've had a ton of people commenting. Lots of cheers on our Twitch channel. And uh, the Facebook has just been erupt. It's been so much fun. Thanks to everybody who's been uh, calling in and who's been, uh, and who's been um, you know, uh, contributing to the program. We really appreciate it. Uh, right now, we're going to do something, and we usually do this a little later, but uh, but we do something called Fake News Friday. And this is basically where, you know, fake news, it's so tough now to differentiate between fake and real news. Um, and so it, it's a skill that you really need to master, and we want to help you do that, especially as we go into election season. You need to know what is what is really happening in the world, and you need to know what is just a clickbait headline that, that you know, the fake news is trying to, to pass off as real. And and we're seeing it now also with Tlaib and Omar, and we're seeing it with Donald Trump whenever he does anything, and we're seeing it with all kinds of different things. So uh, so it's something that we that we bring back and we proudly um, we proudly help you learn and and demonstrate, and also you know it's a way for you to win free stuff too. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. And today we have oh hold on wait I need Josh I need my hotkeys before we play this game. Hang on. You wouldn't set that up. Okay, good. Here we go. Go, go, gadget, hockey's. No, I got it. If only, man, if only it were that easy. 855-765-1045. Let's make sure this works. Okay, good. It works. 855-765-1045. We've got Jim on the line from Jacksonville. Jim, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Yeah, good. Doing real good today. I, I'm loving the show. I'm first time caller, first time listening to you today. Oh wait, what you lo- wait? You this is your first time listening, and you already love the show. It usually takes people yeah. months. <laughs> no, I'm from Gainesville, so I'm. I, this is the first. I just finally can listen to something up here that I like to listen to. Oh well, we appreciate that. In fact, Alan, who's on our Facebook page, he literally moments ago wrote, "I really didn't like Mark at first, but he's grown on me." So uh, we appreciate <laughs> we appreciate you both of you guys enjoying the show. Uh, you're going to be playing against. Let's see who do we have here. Uh, Steve, who is driving. Steve, hi. How you doing? Where are you driving to? Um, uh, coming back from Central Georgia, I run a truck over the road. Oh, cool! All right, great. So you're uh, you're headed home to Jacksonville? <clears throat> no, sir. I am headed to Dade City, Florida. Oh, all right. Well, I, 
Well, even better. Well, listen, we don't care where you're going. We just appreciate you listening and we appreciate you calling in. Here's how this game works, gentlemen. I will read you both uh, a headline. I'll read you the headline one at a time, and then I'll ask you, is that real news or fake news? You just have to figure out if it's real or fake, and if you uh, correctly identify the headline as either real and or fake, then you will get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins a Marcasio prize pack. Does that sound pretty good? Excellent. Sounds good. All right, perfect. Jim, we're going to start with you. Listen carefully. Here is your first headline. Facial recognition software at the airport in California mistook one in five California lawmakers for criminals. Is that real news or is that fake news, Jim? That would be fake news. You think that's fake news? Yes, sir. You know, it, you would think that's fake news. Unfortunately, that's real news. That, that's okay. real news. That actually happened. Uh, the L.A. Times reported this story. In, I, I heard it happened in, in uh, China or something over there. They were doing it. Oh, yeah. No, they uh, they had a whole bunch of these. Uh, 26 California legislators were incorrectly matched with a mugshot in a recent test of common face scanning programming uh, by the American Civil Liberties Union. So I'm telling you, it's tough. It's tough to decipher between fake and real. No problem, though. The game's just warming up. you got plenty of time. Uh, here we go. Steve, are you ready for your first headline? Yes, sir. All right. Listen carefully, Steve. Here we go. Tell us, is this real news or fake news? John Delaney has warned that universal health care not as feasible as just letting, quote, lots of people die, end quote. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm going to say I think that's real. You know, <laughs> It sounds like something a Democrat would say. <laughs> but thank God that's fake. That That's actually fake. Yeah. Oh, that fake news. Yeah, I mean, I, again, when, you, when you're when you talking about the, the party of, of death panels and things like that, um, it's, it's definitely, it's, it could go either way, but that is fake news, thank God. All right, that's okay. Still tied, 0-0. Zero, zero. Jim, are you ready for your next headline? Yes, sir. Here we go. Listen carefully. Bill Clinton has denied any involvement in Jeffrey Epstein's death. He also said that Epstein's cause of death depends on what your definition of suicide is. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm going to go with real. Um, that is actually fake news as well <laughs> but, but well, what does that say about the clintons what does that say about the clintons and we were just like oh that's definitely real that depends on what your definition of suicide is no i'm sorry that's that's fake news but a good but, a, but no but they're tough that's man i'm trying i'm t that's exactly the point of this game to show to show you how <laughs> difficult it is all right steve sir are you ready for your next one yes sir here we go listen carefully Ohio State University has filed a trademark application for the word the or the. What is it? The Ohio State? Yeah. Uh, for the word the. Is that real news or fake news? Ohio State University, they filed a trademark application for the word the. They're kind of wacky up there. I think that's real. <laughs> <laughs> that is real. Congratulations. Look at that. Yeah. They have uh, they've tried they filed a trademark application for the word the they would like to be the Ohio State University and they want that as a registered trademark. Uh, I don't think I don't think that's going to fly. But you are right about one thing. They are kooky. All right, Steve, you got yourself a point. Jim, are you ready to get on the board? Yes, sir. Here we go. Listen carefully and tell us: Is this real news or fake news? Jeffrey Epstein portrait of Bill Clinton in a blue dress is set to be auctioned off with the proceeds benefiting suicide prevention. <laughs> is that real news or is that fake news? I'm going to go with fake news. You're going to go with fake news on that one? Yep. Yep. Bill Clinton saying the suicide, the, the whatever you're, it was, no, that is absolutely <laughs> fake. Congratulations. You are fake news. Congratulations, Jim. That is fake news. That is, that was very, very well done. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, we, we're going to our final question. This is going to be our tiebreaker. It's tied one to one. What? Somebody yelling at me or are you yelling out the window at somebody flipping you off? That was it. Oh, okay. All right, here's how this works, guys. We have one question left. You're tied one-to-one. -one. I'm going to read the headline, and then you're going to have to, if you think you know the answer, you're going to have to yell out your name. 
And whoever's name we hear first, uh, we will take that headline or we will uh, let you win. We will let you try to win it. Okay. Yep. Yes. Listen to the headline. And when you know the answer, yell out your name. Here we go. A happy bride and groom from Norway celebrated a Viking wedding. And after kissing the bride, the couple was placed on a boat and set ablaze. Jim. Jim. Fake news. That is correct. It is fake news. Congratulations, Jim. You're our big winner today. You got yourself a Mark K. Show prize pack. Steve, we appreciate you listening. Drive safely, and anytime you're in the area, uh, we invite you to call back in and play for everybody else. We do this uh, We do this every single Friday. Oh, yes, Jim, you are. Okay, want- I think you had to go look at the answer, too, to make sure it was right. Yeah, I sure did. I would double check. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was double. Like, wait, double take on that one. Uh, quick break with the, more of the Mark K Show coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, that was, was a good Fake News Friday today. I love it. Uh, we do that every single Friday. So if you missed it today or if you um, if you uh, wanted to get in and win and you couldn't for whatever reason, don't worry. Just We're seven days away from another Fake News Friday, which will be very exciting. Also, there's this story we didn't get to yet. Um, and unfortunately, the show's almost over. But it's about, it's about uh, what's his name? Sir Richard Branson's Space Virgin Galactic uh, Space Station. They actually they they put photos of it up online now. The Virgin Galactic reveals first photos of passenger lounge and mission control. And it looks like an airport. I mean, it just looks like one of those sky lounges that they don't let me in because I don't have the right credit card or I don't have a first class ticket or whatever. But, you know, I see all that. I peek in as all the people are walking by or I see my friends on Instagram posting photos from inside. It looks beautiful. Uh, but it looks like just a fancy restaurant. However, um, this is where people will be waiting uh, to board Spaceship Two which will then take them into space. It will carry them above Earth's atmosphere, and that should be ready to go by, they are saying, the beginning of next year is when the, or is it the end of this year? Uh, we're working towards commercial operation in 2020. So they've got everything ready to go. They're going to start taking people into space. Uh, what happens is they're going to take them up 80 kilometers, which is where space begins, but apparently not past the Kármán line, which is the limit of the Earth's atmosphere. So you'll be going... I guess up into the mesosphere or something above the, I don't know, I don't know what all the spheres are, uh, but you'll be pretty high up. And a lot of folks have already paid. Over 600 people have already reserved their spots. 600 people are going into space as soon as this thing is ready to go. 600 people have paid, get this, 200,000 pounds, which I want to say is like a quarter of a million dollars when you do the old, when you do the whole, uh, you know, Dave, do me a favor. Uh, let me know what the, um, currency uh, transfer rate is on 200,000 pounds. But I believe it's like a quarter of a million dollars that people are paying to go into space on Virgin Galactic when they start their flights. And and so that's basically to me. I'm going to be I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know that many people were so eager to go. I didn't know that many rich people were so eager to go. And uh, yeah, 243,000. So I was close. It's about it's about a quarter of a million. Thanks, Dave. Uh, But I did personally. I don't know that I would be lining up to get into space if I had the opportunity and the money. Why? Like, what are you going to do there? You would go to space. And do what? There's not, just look. Exist. Just be up there and kind of float around and I mean, say, I, oh, look, my house. I can exist and look at my house here on Earth and save $250,000. Oh. I don't know that I need to well, spend. Can you expense it? No, I don't think I could. Well, maybe. I'd have to talk to my accountant. Uh, but would you You would want to go to space? I would love to go to space. What would you do in space? I made space? up over what I have $250,000 to blow. Why? Would, okay, let's say you win the lottery. You have $60 right. million. Dollars, you can spend a quarter of a million to go to space. You would go? I would love to go. Really? Assuming there was no danger involved, which I know there is. But if they can guarantee it somehow, like the second person to go on the roller coaster, I want to be that guy. I'm, I imagine there's minimal danger. Like, I mean, I don't think they would. They would They would make sure that there's as little danger as possible because they don't want to kill all their, their right, customers. Right, that's bad for business. Right? Yeah. You don't want to kill 600 rich people in the country mm. or in the world so I, that's amazing so yeah, you would just, i would love to go you would just go up there and look down and yeah. say and but I, i've always liked space and planets and stars and comets and all you that know, stuff. i don't think you get to like walk or i mean it's not like you're getting it out it might be an excursion it's the, not like the, i fly where you can float around and uh, stuff like that well i mean you, yeah just sit in your chair the whole time that really doesn't interest you to go to space no not at all oh my gosh i, I mean, would I, love to go to space all right have, have you well that's weird that's weird. 855-765-1045 if you would, if you would be, because again, I know that there's a lot of people that do want to go to space, but to me, I would, you know what I would rather do? I would rather go and visit like 
uh, moon hotel or spend the night in a space station or fly to Mars or something like that where we and go four wheeling or something. You know, like, like, let's do that. Let's do, let's take an ATV tour of some other planet. But just flying up in an airplane really high and then coming right back down, it's almost like just flying in a plane. But, you know, instead of 30,000 feet, you go to 80,000. But zero gravity and the visuals. Is there zero the gravity, rights? The br- if you go high enough. I mean, I guess that's what it is. It's like those guys that, like, you know, buy Lamborghinis and sports cars and things like that. They just, it's, it's still four wheels and a steering wheel, but it just, it costs a lot more. So you can, you can brag about it, I guess. Uh, eight, but you know what we'll do? We're, we're running out of time, but if you want, leave us an open mic message. Go to our mobile app, News 104.5 WOKV. We may need to pick this back up on Monday because I still don't understand. <laughs> I still don't understand. <laughs> Billiam on Facebook wrote, 600 billionaires die at once. Sounds like a dem fantasy. <laughs> that's, that's 100% right. Uh, star Star 1045, or leave us an open mic message, and we'll revisit this on Monday. Question, if you had the money and the opportunity to get onto this virgin galactic flight to go to space, would you want to go? And if so, Why? Uh, go to our oh, go to our mobile uh, uh, open mic feature on our mobile app. It's uh, it's the Marcation. Listen, we got to get out of here, but we want to uh, let you know that the traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh is coming up next, and uh, I think that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, I think we're done. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Go ahead and put that in your go ahead and put that in your phone so you can contact us anytime and leave us an open mic message. Also, over the weekend, if Donald Trump says something that annoys you, or if the Democrats do something that you think is stupid, or if there's some vote about something in the school council that's going to cost you money, or if you see anything at all, if you ever get a thought and you go, you know what, I'd like to share that with Mark K. I want to know his take on it. You can use the open mic feature on our mobile app to send us a message, and we'll check him first thing Monday. Monday morning. All right, everyone have a great week and we'll see you Monday. Stay tuned. Like I said, Rush Limbaugh is coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.